Good morning, Nachum. A good moe to you, Piskatova, as we'll explain to you and all the listening audience as we are about to welcome Shabbos Chol HaMoed Sukkis and afterwards, please God, this coming Sunday night, we're going to have Shmini Atzeres and then Simchas Torah. Okay, let's go Kiseder. Tonight, which is Leil Shabbos, we do not have the usual Kabbalah Shabbos, but most uh, Batei Knesios will begin with Mizmor Shir Leom HaShabbos. The reason for that is on a regular Friday night, you have the six Mizmorim, of Tehillim corresponding to the six days of the week when we've been working and we need a transition from Chol to Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, we are coming from Chol HaMoed where m- many of us have not been working at all or it's been a reduced kind of work. Therefore, we have go we go straight to Mizmor Shir Leom HaShabbos. And be careful tonight in the Birkas HaMazon, we have both Ritzei and Yalav Yavo. Tomorrow, Mitz Hashem, we read Megillas Kohelis. Just a word or two interesting about Kohelis. You'll take a peek in the Gemara Shabbos Lamid Amid Beis 30b, where the Gemara says that Bikshu Lignos Sefer Koheles, that the rabbis sought and had the uh, intention, perhaps, of concealing the book of Koheles, meaning not making it part of the canonization of our Tanakh. However, why? Because Dvarim Sosrim says that, because there are many contradictions within the book. But the Talmud tells us, Tchilaso Divre Torah and Sofo Divre Torah, both the beginning of the book and the end of the book, um, really save the day. They both speak about the importance of Divrei Torah. And I'd like to suggest a very sharp idea that I saw in the Sefer Shvile Pinchas of Pinchas Friedman, Shlita, the head of the Kolel of Bells, who writes very beautifully that the book of Koheles is full of contradictions as indeed the world is full of contradictions or things that we don't understand, such as Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, Hareini noas kvodecha, let me understand you. And the Gemara in Brachos, Dav Zayin, takes it to mean the Brachos was uh, Moshe was asking Hashem, I want to understand you. After all, we see in this world what appears at first glance, Tzadik Veralo, a good person, unfortunately suffers. And Russia, the Tovla, we don't understand. And God is hidden in this world. Ah, so therefore suggests Rev Friedman very sharply that Chilaso and Sofo Divrei Torah. What does that mean? It means, as we know, the Zohar says, Histakel Ba'oraisa Ubara Alma that Hashem looked into the Torah and created the world. The world is a reflection of Torah. There are, as well, contradictions in the Gemara. Ah, when one studies 
and works out and resolves the contradictions of Torah, they then are able to understand with greater clarity the contradictions that are in this world. Very, very sharp understanding of that Gemara in Shabbos Lamid Amid Beis. Okay, the Kriya Torah for the Shabbos comes from Parshas Kisisa. Uh, it is towards the end. We have the uh, Parsha of the Moadim found after the Cheto Egel. This coming Motzo'e Shabbos is Hoshana Rabbah. Hoshana Rabbah, many people have the custom of staying up all night. Ultimately, based upon the Zohar in Tzav, Lamed Aleph, Rosh Hashanah, excuse me, Hoshana Rabbah is considered the last day of judgment. I know that we've said on Rosh Hashanah that the Rosh Hashanah Yikosevun, Uviyom Tzom Kippur Yikosevun, it is decreed on Rosh Hashanah, it is sealed, but the delivery thereof takes place on Hoshana Rabbah. When we wish one another Piskatova, this comes from the word, word Pitkin, which is the plural of Pitka, which is the Petek, the paper of judgment of each individual. So we're saying that, yes, Piskatova, if a person unfortunately might have been sentenced to something not good and complimentary, there's still time for tshuva, and it can still be diverted on Hoshana Rabbah. Now, interesting, the close connection between the Yomim Norayim and Sukkos is found as expressed by the Medrash talking about the Lulav, and that the Lulav that we take on Sukkos is a signification, it shows our victory over the Satan on the days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And based upon the Pasuk in Tehillim 1611, literally the pleasantries in your right hand eternally, it shows that one comes out of court with his thumb up, and instead of having the thumb up or two fingers up, a sign for V for victory, we have the Lulav, and this is the day, Hoshana Rabbah, as the Mishnah told us, that in the Beis Hamikdash they would go around the Mizbeach with the Arava, very special Aravos of nothing less than 15 feet, 10 Tfachim, and they would encircle the Mizbeach once on Hoshana Rabbah, they would do it seven times. We too go around the Hakafos and say Hoshanas, uh, many, uh, and that's one of the reasons why it's called Hoshana Rabbah. And the idea is that we are praying ultimately for rain. And we are saying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ribona Shalolam, 
Whatever we have brought or pledged to bring as korbanos, we have brought, and we say further, We didn't hold back from giving you the korbanos. Please don't hold back the rains. Hosha, help us. Help us for the rain. And the uh, idea, by the way, Hoshana Rabbah, for those who have not gone to say Tashlich, Hoshana Rabbah is the last day that one could say Tashlich. Interestingly, how important are minhagim? Well, the minhag of beating the Arava is so important that the rabbis teach us one of the reasons for lo adu rosh, that the first day of Rosh Hashanah cannot fall out on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday, is to prevent Hoshana Rabbah from falling out on a Shabbos. Because if Hoshana Rabbah were to fall out on a Shabbos, we would not be able to beat the Arava. Now, wait a second. Beating the Arava is not biblical. It's a minog. We don't even make a bracha on it. But look how important this minog is. Different reasons are given for it. The Rokeach tells us that the Arava, the willow, represents those Jews who are not yet with Torah and not yet with good deeds. But rather than, God forbid, discard them, we embrace them and we incorporate them as part of the Lulav. If Chas Shalom, a individual, says thanks but no thanks, then we have no choice but to Halavai bring him back with a little bit of force one way or the other, but basically to show our dissatisfaction, you know, with that kind of a choice. Others say, I heard from Rav Yosef Wunevsky, a very special Jew who honored us for many years at our yeshiva, Rabbeinu Yitzhak Elchanan, based upon the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Hekitsu Viraninu Shochne Ofar. Our beating the Arava five times on the ground is a sense of our affirmation in the concept of Trias HaMesim, the dead that will come uh, to life that are buried in the ground. This coming Sunday evening, we have the Yomtul of Shmini Atzeres. And whereas in Eretz Yisrael, Shmini Atzeres and Simchas Torah are celebrated in one day, by us, we have, us meaning we in Golos, we have two days. One day of Shmini Atzeres, this Sunday night and Monday, and then Monday night and Tuesday is Simchas Torah. Talking about Shmini Atzeres, the Gemara in Sukkah, Mem Ches Amar Aleph, 48a tells us that Shmini Atzeres is a regal Bifnei Atzmo. In six ways, 
It is a holiday unto itself. And the acrostic that the Gemara gives is Pizar Kashav, six letters, and I'll go through it quickly what these six letters are. The first one is the Pei, which is that there's a pious Bifnei Atzmo, meaning when we had a Beis Amigdash, and please God, we will, and therefore all the Kohanim should listen carefully that all the Kohanim came for the Yom Tov of Sukkos, and there was a lottery that um, they had in order to know which Kohanim presided over the various korbanos, the 70 korbanos that were brought um, during the Chag of Sukkos. And now on Shmini Atzeres, there's a separate pies, a separate lottery for the 24 mishmaros, the 24 um, groups each one representing a different geographic district, which one would be honored to bring that one special carbon of uh, Shemini Atzeres. Next, the Gemara says, Zman Bifnei This coming Sunday night, we have the bracha of Shechianu in the Kiddush. When women light the candles, Shechianu. It's a Yom Tov Bifnei Atzmo. Unlike the Shvi Shel Pesach, which does not have a Shechionu, the uh, Shmini Atzeres takes its own Shechionu. It is a regal Bifnei Atzmo. What does that mean? That So, according, now listen very carefully, because this raises an issue. In Eretz Yisrael, regal Bifnei Atzmo means, as Rashi says, She'ein Yoshvim Basuka. They don't sit in the Sukkah. However, if you look at the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch says that we, outside of Eretz Yisrael, do sit in the Sukkah on Shmini Atzeres. Now, I have to tell you, there are some different minhagim, and the last thing I want to do is create any kind of discord. There are those that either on the night no, but the day, yes, just make Kiddush, different kinds of minhagim. Know that part of it was based on the fact that very often it was cold, and therefore you might have bundled up on Sukkot, but on, uh, on uh, Shmini Atzeres, it was oftentimes cold, and that's why you didn't sit. Oftentimes they went to the Rebbe, and there wasn't room for everybody by the Rebbe to sit in the Sukkot. Different uh, explanations are given to explain why some people follow a different custom other than the Shulchan Aruch. If you don't have a custom, talk to your local Rav and take my word for it, the Shulchan Aruch says you should sit in the Sukkah. Not on Simchas Torah, but on Shemini Atzeres when we actually bid farewell to the uh, to the sukkah. It's a regal bifnei atzmo. Now what does that mean? We just said that number one, we don't um, sit in the sukkah in Eretz Yisrael. Korban bifnei atzmo has its own korban, as opposed to sukkahs, where we've gone from 13 down to 7 each day. And, uh, the diminishing number of korbanos. Instead of bringing 6 on the 8th day, it is a Chag Bifnei Atzmo. And that beautiful Rashi, whereby, what is the significance of Shmini Atzeres? It's like a king who made a party for all his, um, 
followers and for all the important people, and they leave. And he says to his immediate family, to his children, stay here. Koshe olai predasrim. It's hard for me to let you go. And therefore, he makes a small little party for them. And so here too, there is no mitzvah on Shmini Atzeres. There's no sukkah and there's no lulav. But what is there? There is nogila v'nismucha bo. There's only the special, warm, intimate relationship between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We recite Yiskor on um, Shmini Atzeres and oh forgive me, let's just finish up. After Korban Bifnei Atzma, there's a Shira Bifnei Atzma, a special song the Levim sang in the Beis HaMikdash, not continuing the theme of um, of Sukkot, but rather for Lametzeach HaLashminis, for Shmini Atzeres, and finally Bracha Bifnei Atzma. In the davening, be careful, look in the Siddur, look in the Malzor, and say, it's Shmini, either or, but you're not going to say Chag Hasukos Hazeh. Look in the Siddur for Bracha Bifnei Atzma. Another explanation of Bracha Bifnei Atzma means that this was the day that they blessed the king, who on the eighth day, as we find in the book of Malachim, that the Shlomo Melech sent the people away, and they blessed the king, please God, speedily in our day, we will have the third Beis HaMikdash. We will have the restoration of Malchus Beis David, and we will fulfill not only in our tfilos, but, please God, in our blessing the King of Israel. We have as well in Musaf, before we uh, pray Musaf on Shmini uh, Atzeres, we announce that is a chroza that we start saying in our quiet Shmona Esri of Musaf, Mashivu Ruach Umur Hageshem. In the Chazoras Hashats, the repetition of the Shmona Esrei, we have Tfilas Geshe. And as I men- mentioned, we take leave of the Sukkah on Shmini Atzeres. A reminder that we cannot prepare on Shmini Atzeres for Simchas Torah. You have to prepare one day for the next. Prepare means not only can't you cook on Shmini Atzeres for t- the meal tonight the night of Simchas Torah, but you can't set the table. You're not to prepare one day for the next. Finally, Simchas Torah, Mitz Hashem is forthcoming um, uh, Monday night. You have the special Hakafos that we have, and many, many Botekinesios have the special reading of the Torah, all for Simcha. Five aliyos at night as well, something very special. Same thing in the day. We have the celebration of, think about it, Rosh Hashanah. We had slichos and Rosh Hashanah where we opened the Aron. Okay, and then we have Sukkos where we took out the Sefer Torah and we walked around it. And finally, Simchas Torah where we're dancing with the Torah. I make a very important appeal to all parents of teenagers and even college youth. Please 
supervised to make sure that the spirit of the day is expressed the right way and not expressed, God forbid, in drinking. That's not the way we celebrate. Celebrate our closeness. Celebrate with Hashem. Celebrate our appreciation of the Torah that we have had this past year. And please God, the excitement that we have that we're going to be studying in the forthcoming year. And therefore, it's not enough to know that my child is going to a community that's a good community. Where is he going to be? Who is the adult that basically is going to be watching to make sure that they might mean well, but unfortunately, uh, it's not the way we celebrate. I take this opportunity to wish everyone a very special Piskatova, a good year that we should please God be privileged to study together each and every week. The parasha always to learn more uh, uh, lessons and excitement thereof. And I take this opportunity to wish Nachum and his family and all our listeners a Piskatova good year and a very special, enjoyable Yom Tov. Shabbat Shalom and a good Yom Tov to all.